Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good, nice good. to nice you? to nice to talk to you on the phone. Well. Yeah. Oh my god. How how's everything in Cambodia? Is everything oh, all right on a coronavirus situation here? Uh, it's it's okay, but I think it's rising now. I'm actually in the U.S. right, right now, but my brother, oh, okay. in, my twin, who's my partner, he's in he's in um Cambodia right now, so he's dealing okay. with that. Yeah. Okay. I see. Well, I didn't know. Um, are you in a west side or east side in the United States? I'm in west side. I'm actually in California. West. Really? Yeah, close I, by to LA. Yeah, I mean, I heard like Cambodia's like uh LA side is kind of having a lot of issue on a corona as well. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of increase right now. A lot of people just oh going out, not wearing masks, so it's hard. But yeah. Yeah, I see. How about Japan? What time is, is it now here? It's currently um, uh, 10 p.m. Yeah. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, yeah. For Japan, we are okay at this moment, but uh, we are still difficult to go, you know, to the other countries anyway. Uh, so we just stuck, you know? Yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah, but it's no choice. So I see. Okay. So let me just explain a little bit about um, 60 Magazine, which which is the one that uh, we're going to do an interview for this time. Okay. So um, this Asia Streetwear, this, this is the, the call Find the Asia Streetwear Dopness. This is what we're, 60 Magazine is going to do interview for each um, like upcoming young Asia designers. Mm-hmm. And this is the six times that we're going to do for this interview. And we're really glad to have you at this time. Thank you. So, yeah. And I'd like to um, know about your uncommons, uh, founding story, you know, about the brand name and meaning of the brand names, etc. Yeah, definitely. So uh, our brand name is called Uncommon. So we're a streetwear brand based in Cambodia. Um, so the okay. whole the whole founding process of Uncommon was, um, it was during one of our... Um, one of our like first years of college so it was during summer when we were back in Cambodia um, mm. me and my brother we were actually just sitting in front of our bedrooms and we decided hey you know what why, why not we make wow. <laughs> why not make a clothing brand <laughs> that is amazing. yeah uh, so it was, it was funny because uh, about about a week ago about a week before that um, one of my friends yeah. he hit me up and he told me hey you know what, if you guys want to start a clothing brand I, I have a connections with the factory so we, uh, um, at that time, we didn't really have a network of understanding of like how, how factories work and all that. So we thought, hey, right. this could be a good opportunity for us. Why not just jump into it? So I that see. same day, uh, we, we just started brainstorming ideas for a name. And then we started mm. brainstorming designs the same day. Uh, we, mm. we actually had a lot of um, lot of um, names, uh, just like brainstorming uh, uh, up and about. But then we just decided, hey, why not put it uncommon with two dots in the middle? Because we thought that, mm. that that sounded pretty cool, um, uh, and mm. at that time we didn't really we didn't really understand what we were trying to envision with our brand, uh, okay. especially in the terms of like its uh, its identity. But uh, mm. over time, it's more it's more like uncommon is more like of a brand that kind of like um, it kind of describes a way of life where you're not really supposed to be set by like one mm. certain pathway, uh, mm. especially not set by society. So it's it's basically saying that uncommon kind of mm. represents the. The, the people that kind of like are different from the way that um, society kind of right. sets us to be. So, yeah. I see. Wow. When did you uh, found the company? So we founded it in 2018. So summer of 2018, 2018. around uh, June, wow. July. Yeah. It is still new. Yeah, it's very new. It's um, very new. Right. Yeah. Right. Because wow. I, we've only we've only started to like really push out a lot more content recently. 
mm-hmm. ever since then mm-hmm. we've been be- we've been dealing with a lot more issues about suppliers about like uh, understanding mm-hmm. the market and all that but now now we're really mm-hmm. getting the hang True. of it yeah I see. Why did you decide it to be in a, in a street streetwear clothing? So, um, so the thing is, before before streetwear itself, we were already involved mm. with sneakers. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah. So me, me, my brother, my my basically my family, we're we're involved in a in, in um, a sneaker business in Cambodia already. And wow. We're basically one of the the pioneers for sneakers. So we basically kind of helped ah. helped introduce the uh, streetwear um streetwear community to Cambodia. Uh, when oh, it went up, it was still during its early stages back in 2016. So we mm-hmm, kind of helped mm-hmm. help that grow, help that community grow. And so we were already familiar with what streetwear was about. Right, and us yeah. coming um, from sneakers. Right, right. And I also see. we were um we 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 were Cambodian born, but uh we when when we went to college in 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 um in California, we were close by to mm-hmm. LA. So we were really involved around the sneaker community over there, and right, that, that right, kind of got right, us connected right. to what uh, the streetwear community is about. I see, right. I see. So, so we, it's like before college, you're based in Cambodia and moving to LA. Yeah. So before college, oh. I was in Cambodia, but I moved to LA when I was about 17 for college. I see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, you know, for since uh, 60% uh, having, uh, you know, as I said, 131 streetwear brands from 10 countries right. but you know the Cambodia is the first, first one right. that we <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like we we I mean we all the other like Asia people still don't know about that much of the you know sneaker scene in Cambodia or like streetwear scene in Cambodia so right, right. we have a lot of questions too it's very it's very it's yeah. in its very early stages to be honest it re- recently just right. started booming but at the same mm. time, it's more it's more just luxury wear rather than streetwear. Yeah. So it's a bit harder yeah. to kind of like identify what it is right now. I see, mm. I see. Okay. So yeah. uh, also, I like to know your uh, fashion career. Do you have experiences of the fashion before, or you know? No. So so the thing was, um, so like like I said earlier, so we we were only experienced with sneakers, um, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We were never mm-hmm. really involved with anything fashion from the start. So me, me, I, mm-hmm. I was a, I'm, I'm, uh, I was a, uh, we were both, me and my brother were both um, backgrrounds. We were both in science. So I'm in uh, engineering. Mm-hmm. And my brother's in computer science. So we, oh, engineering. We, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have wow. any background in in fashion at all, and we 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 uh, okay. we just came into this like, oh, you know what? Let's try this out. See how it goes. Um, cool. Yeah. So it was funny how how it happened, and it was it's really yeah. great to see the result that that came afterwards. Um, I see. Yeah. So did you build the the website and the online systems as well? Yeah, we built we built the website for ourselves, and uh, we also um yeah we also sourced the items for ourselves. We communicate with the the supplier. We designed everything right. by ourselves. So just two of us. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I I think I've never heard about, you know, heard anything from the designer who has the background of in the engineering. Yeah. You know? It's it, it's really yeah. weird, yeah. Yeah, but it's nice. It's kind of apple. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. So I also like to know about the favorite like nice spot or like the top spot that you feel in Cambodia mm. like the the place that we should visit in 
Right. Um. So so basically, Cambodia right now is more comprised of a, a lot of cultural cultural regions, uh, cultural areas mm. that you would like that mm. you would want to visit. One of the main mm. ones being Angkor Wat. I think. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, you've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. People knows. Yeah. People yeah. Knows so Angkor Wat is basically one of the main the main tourist attractions in Cambodia. It's based in this province mm. called Siem Reap. So the whole province is basically like a whole tourist mm. attraction. Uh, when you mm. go there, you're kind of more experienced with uh, the culture of Cambodia, you know, what, what it's mm. like, what people, what people want you to see and all that. Right, um, right. But, but another recommendation I would like to like, like give to you guys, it's called Thul Slang mm-hmm. Museum. Um, okay. So a little background story about Cambodia is that we, back in the 1970s, we were in a mm. civil war uh, called the Khmer mm. Rouge. So uh, it, was, mm. it was a four-year civil war that basically eradicated our culture, eradicated all the right. documents, everything from like our dances to our knowledge about our history and all that. So um, that location, Dulceng Museum, it, it serves as a, it, it used to serve as a prison during the Khmer Rouge, oh. as a prison for the people. Wow. So that's where okay. a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of people have been there and like a lot of people have been killed over there. So it, it's really reminiscent of like what Cambodia used to be I and all that. See. But when you I go see. there, you kind of, you kind of understand why, why Cambodia had, is, is a mm. war-torn country and it's still recovering to this day. It's still trying to like you know pick pick pieces up from its culture, understanding uh, like things things that have been lost from then, mm. and trying to like uh, make something out of it till now. So I would consider uh, Cambodia the current state of Cambodia right now. It's more mm. like of a revival state where where they're trying to revive mm. their culture. So that's why I, I consider see. that one of the more like one of the more like things I would recommend you go because you you mm. gain a better understanding of what Cambodia is and what it's right, gone through. Right, right, right. From the history basis. Yeah, exactly. from the history basis. I see. Wow, mm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, in terms of the composer streetwear scenes, as you know, um, mm-hmm. we like to hear about like how to grow up from now of the Cambodia streetwear scene, or what you feels about the Cambodia streetwear. Right. Um, so, like I like I mentioned to you earlier, Cambodia uh, streetwear mm-hmm. in Cambodia it's still in its early stages. Ever since like it started mm-hmm. growing around 2016 or so, and right now it's getting mm-hmm. more and more um more growth and more publicity. But as it is right mm-hmm. now, we're getting a lot more people, a lot more brands trying to join in, mm-hmm. so a lot more people creating brands and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they're trying to understand mm-hmm. what streetwear is. Um, so I think mm. as of now, it's still it's still very slow. However, I believe that mm. in the future, it should it mm. should develop some type of publicity where it should be uh, known a little bit more. Mm, yeah. I see. So it's like, is it gonna be kind of normal for for like people to have a brand itself, like as a designer? Um, I'm sorry. Could you re- no, could you really. repeat that? I mean, like. Yeah. For example, like I'm talking with the the type, the designer from Bangkok, mm-hmm. that people will say it's it's totally normal to have the brand, you know, by themselves. They created their brands as a private brands, mm-hmm. and you know, after graduate like high school or anything. So there's a lot of a thousand of the fashion brands coming coming from Bangkok. Yeah. So I thought that maybe Cambodia also has kind of similar it's actually very similar actually yeah because uh mm. because uh cambodian cambodian street brands what they are right now they're more comprised of what of what like teenagers and like younger mm. adults have been able to build straight out of right, uh, college right. straight out of high school right they just created it and they just made you know like they just wanted to test it see how it goes and same, wow. same with me so i was i was basically in my first year of college and we we just started it up so basically the mm. whole street community in cambodia right now it's more just a younger generation that are trying to make something out of it Mm-hmm. because the older generation they don't really try to understand this part of uh this part yeah, of, yeah this type of yeah niche. i understand mm. i see how yeah. do they 
how do they uh, get the information about streetwear? Like, you know, we see the hype beast or like high snow by tea, these kind of media, or they're just uh, digging from the Instagram, anything. It's, it's more, it's more like everything to be honest, Instagram, YouTube, all that, you know, you know, like everyone mm. learns from a lot, a lot from like YouTube videos, from, from music, really? from music, from a, a lot, from a lot of Western cultures. Basically, we, we try to like pull in their culture and try to I make see. it our, make it our own. I see. Yeah. Cause, cause for example, you know that, uh, like, like Japan, for example, like we do have a language gap. Yeah. Uh, so it's like Japanese. There's only nine percent of the people who speak English. Mm -hmm. So like we do, we cannot get a lot of information of the streetwear or sneaker, except that there's the information of the you know Japanese magazine. Right. As a you know, so I thought that how. How can Cambodia people get the information exactly right. from? Yeah, because uh, the Cambodian youth—they're kind of—they kind of their their level of understanding for English—it's kind of—it's kind of good enough to where they can they can read and understand mm. like, what, what they're what they're able to see on social media and such. Mm. So a lot a lot of people are just pulling in from the from from what they read, from what they see, from what they watch and stuff. Wow. And it, they they kind of like yeah, they kind of bring about their own type, their own way of uh, shoot where. Mm, so it's I a lot see. of it. a lot of people are just experimenting with style a lot of people are just trying, trying to figure out ways to acquire certain things that oh. normally you can't acquire in Cambodia so it's harder yeah, for I... us for us like as people as like Cambodians to like acquire like most hypey stuff most hype stuff because right, it's so right, hard yeah right. it's so yeah, hard to get to other countries yeah I understand. Is there is there any spot that there's a lot of like streetwear or sneaker boutiques is in located? No, uh, as of now, not really. no, not really. There's only there's only oh like big God. brands like Nike and such, but but like the uh, like there, there's some, but they're they're still small. They're 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 still I trying to grow, see. you know. And like it's, it's oh yeah, because it's hard for them. Yeah. Right, right. Do you have any like planning for the future that you build the store of the uncommon and? put it in yeah actually uh we uh, i have plans uh with my brother uh because you know uh we also have like a um like a sneaker type of store mm. uh that it's, mm, it's basically mm, mm, online mm. store but we we want to make it a physical location eventually and we kind of yeah, want to yeah, pull yeah. uncommon in there and as well as other streetwear mm. brands that kind of just like make it a like a collective like streetwear mm. community within there but that's mm, just something in our head right now. We're trying to figure out like how to actually get it to happen yeah i see wow interesting yeah I feel like I really want us to visit Cambodia, which I've never been to. Yeah, it's a very interesting place. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a I bit see. hard right now, though, it's, with the whole Corona situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, very true, yeah. very true. <laughs> yeah. We, we cannot we cannot go outside of the city right now anyway. Yeah, a lot of people so just are, stuck. Mm, yeah. A lot of people I that see. are coming in, they're quarantining for about two weeks or more. Yes. Yeah, so it's yes. hard. I know, I know. So you cannot go back to Cambodia at that time, yeah? Uh, I I actually could um, but if 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 I wanted to, I could, but I still have to stay here for mm. for my classes um that should start about oh, in about yeah. a month. Yeah, I see that it's why. Yeah. Okay, so I also like to know about your favorite musics that we feel. We also want us to know about like what music's the trending up in Cambodia. Mm. Um. So so my favorite music is actually mm. uh, it's it's a lot of Japanese music to be honest because I I listen to a lot really? of yeah I listen to a lot of Japanese uh, rock music like One Ok Rock uh, uh, yeah that means, oh One Ok Rock yeah that, that, the that, number one yeah. <laughs> I, I I went to their concert last year it was awesome oh really yeah it was in L A um ah uh, yeah 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 so what I listen to is more just kind of like Japanese music and and basically mm. lo-fi music but my brother my twin. Mm. 
he listens to a lot of mm. rap music and uh but mutually both of us we we kind of we kind of favorite um like um lo-fi music or chill type music mm. a lot more mm. and that's kind of what mm. we based our third collection on um it's it's mm. more just like a like a very chill chill type of yeah. collection yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. i see is it cambodia also like people normally listening like lo-fi music no like, they, they actually or the punk rock or uh, recently, they've actually been listening to a lot more rap music. It's it's really it's very oh, booming. Music. Yeah, it's a very booming thing, Cambodia. Oh, a lot of people are just interesting. like interesting. Yeah, a lot of people are taking inspiration from a lot of like Western influences, you know, like Travis Scott and such. Mm. And like a lot of my artists, they're 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 making their own variation of rap music, and it's very mm. it's very powerful. It's very strong, and a lot of people are liking it. Mm, I see. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I okay, so I want us to know that um, Cambodia fashion industry, like how to move it forward. I want us to know your opinions about this. Right. So I think for the Cambodian industry, uh, fashion industry to really move forward, I feel like we, we we really need to get the right type of information, um, especially mm. especially our understanding of streetwear and our understanding of like branding, our understanding of like what what looks good and what 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 mm. kind of like is perceived to be as cool. Because I feel mm-hmm. like that's very important um, in, in streetwear. Because a lot of a lot of brands they kind of just like go into streetwear and uh, and make mm-hmm. make a T-shirt, put a put a put a picture on it, and expect it to look mm-hmm. cool. But it's a lot more mm-hmm. than that. It's more about like placement, fitting, and mm, a lot of other details about like um how the clothes look and how the clothes feel on you and stuff like that. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people kind of like um they don't they don't consider they don't take that into consideration. And that's why a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of brands are currently lacking within this mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. True. I see. Is it is it for example? Oh, I, yeah. This is what I really want us to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for the sneaker or like streetwear, right. we feel that the price is a little bit high comparing to the other apparel like clothing. Right. Uh, yeah, sector. Mm-hmm. So for the Cambodia people, is it easy to touch the prices of the you know like sneaker? Let's say hundred USD. Are there like it's easy a, to buy it's, it it's or... a it's it's very it's very narrow it's a very narrow audience it's not it's not really a big mm. audience because when you think about it like the majority of Cambodians they're, they're unable to afford like a hundred dollar sneaker but there there's a very mm. narrow audience that are able to afford it and they they kind of mm. indulge into this into this whole like sneaker streetwear and all that mm. yeah so it's a very small audience but it's continually growing and growing more and more mm, i see right interesting yeah okay and uh, for uh for the uncommon uh brands, we 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 see a lot of like the butterfly as a motif of the design. Let's say we saw the the video which you put the butterfly motif to the sneakers. Mm-hmm. So want us to know the reason why you put the butterfly for the design or anything that you have the motif for. Right. So so uh going back to what I said earlier, uncommon it's more about like being different and basically kind of like mm. accepting accepting like your way of life whoever you whoever or whatever you want to be. Uh so mm. our our concept for the butterfly it's more just it's more like a like a representation of like basically you know a butterfly comes out of a cocoon and it's more like a rebirth and mm. it comes into something new. Uh rebirth. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a similar uh. concept to that where we want people to just kind of like oh, you know what? you're okay with being yourself being who you are eventually oh. you'll you'll become someone like oh you know like beautiful as a butterfly and another yeah, reason yeah, why yeah. we want to put that is because butterflies are kind of like good looking so we kind of just put it there and it mm-hmm. looks good yeah 
I see. I see. Now, like I, because I heard about your story of the Cambodia, you know, as a history basis, and then right. and I totally understand about yeah the story from the butterfly. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it totally makes sense.、Mm. I see. Okay. So it would be the final question from us. That、okay. um, we would like to know about. Your most favorite spot in Cambodia? It's like anything will be okay.、It、doesn't need to be the spot, like the culture、mm-hmm. or style in Cambodia, which you know. Right.、Um, well, I think I think my favorite thing about Cambodia would be the culture.、Uh, it, it's something.、Mm. It's something a lot of a lot of Cambodians currently don't appreciate as much as as, as they should. Um. So、mm. so the thing was um. Before I came to the U.S., I I didn't really、yeah. appreciate my culture as much as I should be, but you know I、mm. came here and I came I came to uh, uh I I live in a city called Long Beach right now and it's basically one of the biggest、okay. one of the biggest populations、yeah. of Cambodians outside of Cambodia. So it's basically the second、okay. biggest population of Cambodians、mm. in the world. Um,、mm. so you know be, staying there for for like a few years, I I I kind of see like a lot of people. Who who、mm. fled the country because of the war and they they live here、mm. now and a lot a lot of them are trying to you know they're trying to acquire knowledge about their culture they're trying to do whatever they、mm. can to preserve their culture a lot more、mm. than a lot more than people back at home would do so it's it's very interesting to me and、um, ever since then、mm. I kind of joined in with a lot of like a cultural organizations student organizations、oh, really? cult- yeah cultural student organizations and such and and I started、okay. like understanding more about our culture about our dances、mm. about and about、mm. like、uh, our clothing and all that. And I、mm. and I really learned to kind of like appreciate Cambodia for what for what it, it、mm. is and what it used to be.、Mm. So it, the, the culture it's very it's very intricate. It's very beautiful and and a lot of it it's not really as appreciated as much as it should be.、Um, right, 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 right. So that's why I feel I like、see. yeah,、so、it's very important for me to like you know kind of like、uh, with our designs to kind of、mm. just like. Um, use something to to signify our culture, and that's something、mm. we're going to be putting up for our upcoming brand,、uh, upcoming collection.、Mm. Yeah, right, 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 right. I see. Wow. Mm. Mm. It's it's really interesting. Like I've never like expected that like you know Cambodia has such like strong you know passion for after the war you know yeah changing something new you know tries to make something new from the younger generations right. Yeah, because a lot of people when when they perceive Cambodia, they don't really understand much about it. And and when when you、mm. really look at it at the core of what what it really is, a lot of a lot、mm. of a lot of change is really happening, and a lot of a lot of new things are are sprouting now. And um,、mm. people are trying new things, and they're and they're understanding new uh different things um you know that they don't normally have don't used to. Mm, I see.、Mm. Is it like the? I I think it's kind of step aside of the story, but um,、yeah. is it like for example, uh, influencer of like Instagram or like YouTuber? Is it also famous in, uh, Cambodia? Like, yeah. You know? Actually, actually,、uh, over the past two years, we've seen a lot, of, a、mm. lot of growth with like a lot of influencers coming up, a lot of YouTubers.、Mm. Um, many many of our YouTubers right now, they're they're going all the way to almost like a million subscribers at the moment. A lot of people. Wow. Yeah. So、uh, there's a lot of a lot of big influencers, a lot of big key players in,、really? in the influencer community right now. Yeah. A、wow. lot of them. It's crazy because like a few years back, you you normally don't see them. Don't don't、yeah. see these people like produce these types of results, but then now with the way that things、mm. are right now, a lot of people are just like going on YouTube, going on Instagram.、Um, yeah, yeah, and a lot of influencers are just sprouting left and right now. It's crazy.、Mm, I see, cause cause I feel the monetizing style is the same anyway. Yeah, know, monetizing like, style. We, yeah, so I feel like if they have our money from the YouTube and then. You know they can spend a lot of you know stuff for let's say sneaker even that's the 
right, know, really right. expensive one that but it's easy to cope it anyway. Yeah, it's definitely a lot easier for them. Mm, I see. Mm. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Influencer yeah. marketing is also starting to like uh, sprout as well, you know, and like a lot a lot mm. of different like influencers are offering like, you know, services, offering package deals and stuff like that. And that, mm. that never really came about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Is it, are you are you having planning any, anything about like collaboration with let's say uh the blends or like collaboration with the artist or like you know influencer in Cambodia? Um so so far we 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 we're, we're having we, we currently have an a project with another brand within Cambodia. Um that's uh mm-hmm. we're we're about to do a t-shirt collaboration with them for our upcoming collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. And um so far I I don't think I've seen I think there's 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 been one collaboration with an artist, but not with mm. our brand, but with another brand. Um, mm, yeah, so the whole uh, whole collaborating with an artist, it's still something new and something people haven't really mm. tried yet. But it's interesting mm. to see because uh, currently, um, currently there's not really many streetwear influencers within mm. Cambodia. Not many oh, influencers. Okay. Yeah, not many influencers. Uh, but are. it's gonna be a lot soon. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah. Because because a lot of a lot of a lot of um, a lot of influence right now they're they're trying to like you know they're trying to style themselves up they're trying to make themselves look cool mm. so for mm, sure they're gonna mm. lean towards our brand uh, our shoot Defin- local brands yeah yeah definitely definitely I see yeah wow. amazing oh my god so many things that I wanted to ask but I need to stop it so <laughs> it's okay okay yeah so okay so so the question is finishing already but uh, after that we will prepare the article mm-hmm. in Japanese and then we will publish it and then we can send it to you and this uh, this recording it will be automatically uh, up- uploaded to Spotify and podcast yeah. I see okay 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 so right. thank you for your time sorry totally to call you on the night time no worries it's fine thank you so much yeah it's amazing to talk to you You as, you as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a nice night. You too. Bye-bye. Yes, bye.